0: Hey AMC Turn fans, welcome to another episode of the AMC Turn after show on Afterbuzz TV. Tonight we are talking about episode 4 from season 3, Hearts and Minds. There's romance, betrayal, heartbreak, and also the episode. Stay tuned. You're tuning
1: into The Destination for TV Superfan Discussion, Afterbuzz TV. And now Let the buzz begin!
0: Hey there, Turn fans. Welcome to another episode. How are we all doing tonight? I think
1: that's my favorite introduction that you've ever done for this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I may be feeling some feelings. (laughs) Just, just, just. just. I have some strong feelings about
1: this episode tonight. There were a lot of expressions made at the screen, and I would have been throwing things if we weren't in the studio, and you know, good times.
0: Good times. I was watching it here, which I don't normally do, I normally watch at home, and I actually ducked behind the table at one point in this episode, and I've never done
1: that before. <laughs> I was making awful facial expressions. Yeah. There was well, no table ducking, but there was a lot of, oh. We,
0: we should get right into it, because uh, we we got started a little late tonight, so let me go ahead and introduce ourselves. I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter at the Menguin. that's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. To my left, Katie Cullen.
1: Hi, all my buddies. You can find me on Twitter at KiaJay. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. We also have the live chat pulled up and we are checking the hashtag ABTVTurn. So put your opinions in there. You may well get a shout out.
0: And we have an absolutely wonderful guest with us tonight. Joining us on the panel for the first time in person, Megan Warner. Yay! Thank you so, so much for, for taking the time, not only to join us in the studio, but to join us at this obscenely late hour. So thank you so, so much.
1: For those thank of you, you watching afterwards, it's 11.30 p.m.
0: Yeah, for those of you who catch it in the morning, it's 11.30 Pacific Standard Time. So normally we tape at seven o'clock on a Tuesday. So yep. this,
1: is, this is fun.
0: <laughs> we might, so apologies in advance if we're just a touch on the loopy side.
1: She's apologizing for me. It's going to happen.
0: Well, me me too. It's been a long day. <laughs> Probably me
2: as well. But that'll yeah. be really entertaining. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But again, thank you again so much for for joining us uh because I think I speak for both of us when I say Mary has become one of the most interesting, fascinating and just fun to watch characters on this show.
1: Oh, yeah. She she's the best spy in the ring. Oh, thanks,
0: guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's going to be a fun a ton of fun to get to talk to you tonight. And we have a lot of people who uh, also have questions for you as well. Keith, unfortunately, could not join us on the panel tonight, but he also sent in some questions. So he's uh, he was very excited to hear that we have you in the studio right. tonight. Awesome. Yep. So let's, let's go ahead and start unpacking <laughs> this episode. Um, you guys want to start with maybe some less uh, soul- wrenching stuff like uh ben and sarah
1: i was gonna say was there any less soul wrenching stuff because it all kind of took a hard left turn into hell at about the three quarters mark
0: out of all of the different storylines that we have the less the least soul crushing one was the one between ben and sarah because (laughs) (laughs) it started off okay it started off all right um cuz yeah uh you don't know which side this woman is on when when she comes to Ben's rescue cuz he turns up on her doorstep and there's you can tell that there's you can tell that there's a lot of loss in her household though just the fact that she's setting two plates on her own and sees a man turn up at her doorstep and immediately has things sort of prepared in case something like that were to happen.
1: And I loved those those very quiet establishing shots. It's how we started the episode. It's how we it, were introduced to her character is just laying these plates, not putting any food on one, sitting by herself. Like, I thought that was a really great introduction to the character.
0: Yeah, I mean, you get everything you need to know about her in terms of the emotional beats without any lines of dialogue. It was just something you, you see you see her situation and you're like, oh. Okay, I wanna know more. And then there as, is someone in this
1: equation who is not coming
0: back. Although I will say when when she started helping him and when she actually was doing impromptu surgery, I always forget that this show has really dark and gritty and occasionally really bloody moments. I'm a horror movie fan, and so normally nothing can really get under my skin, but for some reason on turn, when they start getting into kind of the more gruesome stuff like that, really? it really affects me. Uh, I think it's because I don't expect to see like bloodshed in this show for some reason even though there's a war going on. <laughs> it's almost like it's a show about
1: war. <laughs> I, know, but it, there's a I difference know that's a really between, weird thing. <laughs> but there's a difference between processing, oh okay, that person got shot and here's a close up while we dig the bullet out of the wound with a pair of iron pinchers like <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
2: It's awesome! It's awesome watching the girls like work on that stuff and doing it in the hair and makeup trailer.
0: Oh yeah, because you guys get to actually be there on set and see the the movie magic being
2: made. Yes, so it's not quite as as gruesome. So you're like, oh, that's how that looks on screen. Okay, that's that's really cool. cool. I'm like, oh, I want a gunshot wound so I can have one of those in my (laughs) own.
1: I feel like that's not something I hear in everyday life. (laughs)
0: That is true. I mean, it must... It's in the re- shirt. In the shirt. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Context there. It's a completely different process for you guys, because you guys are in the makeup chair, and anytime you have to have anything like that, it's, it's an intensive know, process. You're yeah. there for hours.
2: No, but I think it's more interesting. It's more, you know, than just getting the standard mascara, cover the pimple, <laughs> put the hair in the rollers like seeing the prosthetics being put on is so much fun.
0: Yeah, major props to the makeup department and the the practical effects department because again, it's very effective. Mm-hmm. And I say that as somebody who normally is accustomed to sort of seeing stuff like that. So the fact that it can get under my skin, well, well done, Shaw. But you're
1: accustomed to the gratuitous version and not the semi-historically accurate version. Like, hey, we used to do this in real life. (laughs) That's a little different from, oh, okay, yeah, that person's head is in a bear trap. Must be a saw (laughs) movie. Like, little different, little different. (laughs) sure that happened in a saw movie i don't know it uh, was a reverse bear trap anyway that's neither here oh nor there. yeah well okay that makes it better <laughs> I-, <laughs> anyway. I will say that i was laughing when they started having sex and i'm like i'm sorry didn't we just make a comment about how you couldn't get up and go around without ripping your stitches open and now you're having sex shouldn't you be bleeding out right now yeah, they made it work. <laughs> they found a way. I am that person who's like, they have an injury, they can't move, but they're well enough for set. No, they're not, <laughs> guys. That is cardio and potentially gymnastics.
2: <laughs> they are not well enough for that. He was, <laughs> he was excited. Yeah, I'll bet. He had been with the ladies before. All oh, the blood went somewhere no. else. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> After Buzz, After, after, buzz, dark. after dark. You're going to make us explicit. That's no good. We can't hey, have it's that. A goal. <laughs> We're going to be explicit on iTunes. Thanks, Katie. Um, but You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> But I, I really felt for her and this was this was a really good tense build-up. We're just gonna be a fit of giggles for the next few minutes. I regret nothing. Um, <laughs> but like this this had a lot of really good tense buildup to it because the moment he wakes up after she initially, you know, saves him, she's brandishing a musket at him, basically saying, Okay, who are you, what's your story? I was really impressed by that because I really appreciate the way Turn has been handling its female characters. Mm -hmm. Again, Mary is one of the the most interesting people that we've seen on the show. And when a new character like this is introduced, I like that she is a woman that has had to fend for herself for well over a year, Mm -hmm. and prior to that, had raised two brothers, had... um, you know, been married and took care of her husband, yeah, and now has been on her own for a year. And I I like that we see all of that development right here the first time we see her. She's not anybody to be trifled with.
1: Mm. Well and I love that she's the kind of person that will fix a guy up and then point a musket at him. Like <laughs> there's already blood on the sheets. I'm not attached to him.
0: <laughs> I'm already gonna have to throw them out. It's no big deal. <laughs> um but yeah that so that was that was really good and i really liked seeing that i wasn't quite sure where they were going to go with it though because he was able to sort of skirt around the question but then of course we get the payoff later on that her husband was killed by members of the continental army and this is a very interesting sort of ideological thing to sort of take into account because history does romanticize George Washington and all of the founding fathers and never actually kind of takes into the account the human collateral damage that went into winning a war. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has this romantic idea of history of how America gained its independence. And it's uh, again, it's something I really appreciate about the show, it, where you you step back and go, no, these were human beings making very
1: human decisions, and not all of them are good. Oh yeah, war sucks for everyone, absolutely everyone. And the show does a very very good job of going, yeah, no, here's some people on both sides. You're going to sympathize with all of them, and then we're going to systemically pick them off or break them. Have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> my heart. Tell me I'm wrong.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But Megan, as somebody who actually gets to, I mean, you guys don't exactly have a lot of time to like mull over the Mm -hmm. scripts when you get them, because I believe you said you had eight days to film any given episode. Mm -hmm. So when you get a script and you get kind of those sobering historical moments that are kind of peppered throughout the script, what's the reaction? Uh, And again, you didn't, uh, you're, you're from Australia, correct? Yes. Uh, so I imagine a very different perspective on the American Revolutionary War as well than we have, having grown up, like, learning about it.
2: Yeah, well, you know, obviously I, I learned about Australian history, so I don't know, when I first got the audition for this, I, I didn't really know anything about the the ring, but then I heard that a... Uh, a lot of Americans hadn't heard about it either, but I, um, yeah, no, it was something
0: that was kept secret for a really long time. So, well, kudos, winner! Inspiring. It worked really well,
1: despite Abe's best efforts.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, do you find, um, as you work on the show, that you're learning more and more about the Revolutionary War as time goes on? Yeah, for sure.
2: And um, I mean, we do. I guess give it a bit of a creative turn as well. It's not Yeah, completely 100% historically accurate. I think accurate, it was
0: Amy who said that like not history adjacent, but it's it's sort of like we're we're not re, we're not writing history. We're we're still writing entertainment. Yeah. But um but yeah, it's just it's entertainment with
2: some historical context. Yeah, for sure. And yes, I am learning a lot about the Revolutionary War that I probably otherwise would not have learned about. <laughs>
0: Well, us, too. I got a five on the AP history test when I was in high school, and I'm learning a ton about the Revolutionary
2: nice. War. I
0: did
1: not, and so am I. <laughs> <laughs> I was an IB kid. AP tests were like, you yeah, know, whatever. That's, yeah, that's that's
0: also very true. IB tests are a completely different level. Uh, of course, of
1: a different color. But to
0: sort of bring it back to, to Ben and Sarah, we also have Gamble, who's hot on his tail, and sure enough, the second... Sarah finds out the truth, she wants, she, first of all, she's ready to point a gun at him, and second of all, she wants him gone. And even even after Gamble comes and goes, she's like, I never want to see your face again. And I'm wondering that where that will ultimately leave us in terms of the Gamble pursuit and whether or not Sarah's a character we'll ever get to see again, and I'm not—I'm trying not to not to look at you, I but know, you've got a really oh, great poker
1: face. <laughs> I'm just sitting in the middle, watching everyone go. I can't look.
0: <laughs> don't make eye contact. Cover okay. your eyes. Don't look at it. Like we're
1: opening the Ark of the Covenant in the corner over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just going to be
0: giggle fits tonight. It's a great anyway, night, you guys. You. I
1: I love that we had that moment that she didn't want to completely throw him under the bus, but that she didn't want to have him stick around either. No, again, like, again... I think that says a lot more about her character than anything else. George
0: Washington inadvertently killed her husband. Yeah.
1: I don't think we'll be seeing her again. I, Honestly, I think she was just kind of a pit stop. We needed a reason for him to recover well enough to be back on the road. We had a nice little story, and I, I don't think we'll see her again.
0: I think she's compelling enough to come back.
1: Uh, whether, in what capacity? Yeah. She's in the middle of nowhere New Jersey.
0: I don't. I, I think as a character, she's compelling enough yes. to come back. Uh, that being said, yeah, it. It. I don't necessarily think so. If we do see her again, I think it'll be a pleasant surprise. Yes. So any other any other thoughts on this particular arc before we we got a lot to cover and not a lot of time to do it. in?
1: <laughs> I just loved how quickly, well, I'm not actually a preacher. Well, I'm not actually a rebel, (laughs) fell apart.
0: Like, oh boy. That didn't work out really well, did it? It
1: it was just this house of cards that, it was great. Yeah.
2: All right. Uh, Yeah, so we're talking about Andre now. We can. Yeah, let's talk about
1: Andre. Let's talk about Creeper Nine Thousand here. Wow, that that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand.
0: Chairs weren't really hard to for a short person like me to jump up onto. I would just sink under down to the bottom of uh, underneath the desk here. Because yeah, you could
1: just hit the lever and lower your chair. I
0: could, I could, but that doesn't have quite the same effect. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so yeah, John Andre yeah. in this episode, he's clearly pining after Peggy. He he gets a letter saying that they've set a date for their wedding uh, March 1st. It's going to be a spring wedding. That's, that's nice. Spring <laughs> is a lovely season. And he is distraught. And I will say that this one scene was a little bit odd when it's the scene where they're incorporating flashbacks. Uh, because Turn doesn't normally do that. Uh, the only time I recall Turn actually incorporating flashbacks sort of in this way was the dual episode where Abe is contemplating whether or not he's going to shoot Simcoe and he's seeing flashes of his friends and family as he's deciding not to pull the trigger this is this was a very different. this one was a little I like I liked the scene of Peggy reading the letter aloud to him, but the flashback scenes of them together, I thought it was a little cheesy for well, turn.
1: They did it with Ben as well when he's concocting his story about, oh, I'm a preacher, this is my name. I was doing this. like we had flashbacks as a device all episodes it was like watching arrow, well, but,
0: but it wasn't cheesy though. It wasn't cheesy when Ben's reciting his story. um, you know, no, it's it's used as a stark contrast. here it was it was very odd. I thought personally, I thought it would have been more effective if they had just sort of pushed in on him and let the music or the silence tell what he's feeling. I Again, the only reason I say that is because this show is so good with its cinematography and its ability to let certain scenes breathe that seeing something, like this, it feels out of place for me. I don't know. What do you do? You guys think that I'm out of line saying that, or do you guys feel like it worked just fine?
1: I mean, I didn't really find it too egregious, but there are some directors who think the audience needs to be reminded of things, whether that's the case or not. Fair
0: enough. If you didn't binge it on
1: Netflix, it's been a little bit. That <laughs> you know what I mean, that was like <laughs> yeah, this is what episode three, Four, four, four. We're almost halfway through the season. Oh, yeah, no, there's God. no excuse. <laughs> we're halfway there let's go (laughs) how about you
2: Megan no comment (laughs) (laughs) well I work with the guy so
0: (laughs) (laughs) well again this show is really really good with it's cinematography and so I like it when they just kind of have moments where they let the show breathe. But really, the the real point is that I'm trying to avoid talking about the one thing that we should be talking about. And that's how much of a total, total <laughs> creeper John Andre has become, and it breaks my heart to say.
1: Because <laughs> Philomena's like, yeah, no, you're done ghosting me. Hi, let's get back together. I uh, I have the cure for what ails you. And then we have more sex, because if you didn't get enough of that in Game of Thrones, we're, uh, we're catching up this week. And then it's, can you do me a favor? Can you wear your hair exactly like this? And it's a picture of Peggy. And it's like, okay. And I think the icing on the cake was her going to the guy who used to be Peggy's stylist. And him recognizing. Hi, "Hi, Freddie. Welcome back. And him recognizing that, oh, yeah, I can do this from memory. It's just like, nope, this is messed up. You ruined it. Well, you ruined it,
0: and I'm leaving. And Philomena's, she's a smart girl. She probably she knows. knows that this is the girl that he's pining after. Poor you
1: Amy Gummick, man. Oh. <laughs> I'm gone for a season, and then you do this. Honestly. Honestly. I mean,. I
0: understand he's heartbroken, but this is disgusting, guys, and I don't think I like it. Yeah, I, no. I know I don't like it. I'm not <laughs> a fan. I'm not on board.
2: You're gonna go home and have a drink now,
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Oh my god! There's a bottle of Chardonnay waiting for me when I get back. Oh lord! But. And it's so funny, because yeah. a couple episodes ago, I was like, oh yeah, I can talk about John Andre all day long, and now I'm like, can we talk <laughs> about anything else? Literally anything else.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's segue into uh, Benedict, uh, whom yeah. I immediately follow up with Cumberbatch, because Tumblr has trained <laughs> me well. Uh- <laughs> um,
0: I, I mean, one endearing moment before it went into the creepy with John Andre was him asking Abigail to go ahead and relay... His his message to Peggy, which, again, very, very sweet before it got weird.
1: <laughs> I did love Abigail just saying, I don't remember all of his fancy words, but, yeah, no, you're all he thinks about. Like,
0: that's,
2: For that's better pretty, or that's, worse. Pretty
0: that's pretty honest. It's pretty honest. Ksenia, could you come back to... To uh, to uh, orphan black just we need a break we need a break for a few minutes that's all okay um anyway so yeah wow Benedict Arnold and uh, Peggy uh, yeah again Abigail was really great Adara Victor does a great job um, yeah anything that's not the thing that we were
1: just talking about <laughs> uh, so yeah. well if you'd quit bringing it up we could move on we we will let's move on now or do you want me to start styling my hair like this? no <laughs> get out. Nope, I'm in the middle. You can't kick Get out. me out. It'd be awkward. Get
0: out. No. <laughs> oh, Lord. All, All right, right, so Benedict right Arnold, and I I absolutely loved their dynamic because yes. he is so, so much teetering on the edge about whether or not he even wants to be a traitor because his honor is the one thing he's sort of clinging his vanity let's let's be honest not yeah, honor no. it's vanity oh yeah uh,
1: i is- promised i would lead the troops and he's treating me like a common spy and he gave me a common name and so he picks this oh my god horribly <laughs> egregious i hope you wrote it down no, because I, was, I repressed I was it. watching your face yeah. <laughs> because i'm just kind of like
0: what is this what what is wrong? He's a very with you? honorable man who took on great, considerable risk to himself uh, in order to uh, in order for them to fight for freedom. Yeah, And has a horrifyingly recognizable
1: name. <laughs> he's an idiot. <laughs> uh, I he's a very smart man and also an idiot.
0: But Peggy knows exactly how to steer him in the right direction. Ultimately. Oh yeah, no. She's she has all the strings. She doesn't like a puppet, but she's got all the strings. Well, and again, it's just such a fun thing to watch their dynamic because he's going off the handle and she you can tell that like she's having to process how do I steer this? How do I channel this into the direction that I need
1: need it to go? And it's so much fun to watch her work. I just want to see Andre's reaction to reading Benedict's letter. Oh. Just like <laughs> are, he's he wants this, isn't it? Are you okay? 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 No. <laughs> I need the intelligence, but do I need it this badly? That's the question.
0: Yeah, I don't know if face palming was a thing in uh, the seventeen hundreds, but I I kind of imagine a little bit of a face palm.
1: I just that flat stare where you can just kind of see the ellipsis in the speech bubble. Like, really? Really? <laughs> if there is art of this, I require it.
0: <laughs> this must be very difficult for you, being on the other side of you know, being on the production side of things, and also knowing things that I we know, don't know. I don't yet. know
2: what I'm allowed to say. What <laughs> I can't say. <laughs> i <sighs> so my afraid I'll just start talking and then I'll give it all away. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah yeah no and, and we
0: appreciate that we appreciate <laughs> yeah. that so I'll sit here in silence. <laughs> Well, maybe not that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, feel free. I mean, if you've got feelings about the episode, because you guys live tweet every week yes, too. Yeah, that must that's be, fun. That must be a
2: lot of fun, actually, getting to interact with fans uh, in real time. That is great. It is fun, but I get nervous about that as well. But no, it's 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 fun seeing everyone's reactions instantly. But I'm terrible with technology. And so I feel like everyone complains about, commercial breaks already. I'm like, this is where I need to catch up. This is where I need to have time to write my tweet. (laughs) I don't live tweet with any show because I type too slow.
0: (laughs) And if if I'm typing, then I I actually miss something. So I'm like, wait, what? I I don't have a big enough attention
2: span to to actually do
0: both things at the the same time. Okay,
2: so this is what's happening in this one. Okay, now I'm ready to go.
1: I will only live tweet with a keyboard. Because I type 85 words a minute, yeah. and I can keep up. You
2: type fast, but like I not do. on the
0: phone. Yeah, no, no. that's way no, too no. tough. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I have to hand it to anybody who actually can accomplish both at once. You know, kudos to everybody who can do that. Uh, but yeah, so... Uh, getting back to to Benedict and Peggy, he actually, uh, she again, she's able to steer him in the right direction, although you can kind of tell that he can tell she's not 100% on the up and up because oh, yeah. he's like, you know a lot of specifics for somebody who is just kind of listening politely when somebody kind of threw ideas of being a traitor at you. Uh, and again, she's just very, very good about steering it back to appealing to his vanity, and it's a ton of fun to watch, but something he lets slip, and by let slip I mean something he confides in her, is that the currency situation with George Washington right now, with the inflation rates being the way they are, not being able to fund a secondary campaign, that little bit of information is now going straight into John Andre's <laughs> hands the second they they are able to get word out.
1: So the second they get out of Philomena's hair. <laughs> Stop it! No, Uh, I know that's the point.
0: (laughs) It's fine. We're on a lot of shows (laughs) together. We. It's uh, fine. She'll get back at me as long as she doesn't make any puns. If it keeps her from making puns, it's fine. Yeah, it gets
1: a little hairy when I do that.
0: (laughs) um, But it is it is interesting though that Freddie has been brought back into the equation. So that again, it's this. Interweaving thread that has now uh, brought these two different parties together. And it's so interesting watching this show because everybody is so segmented because of the way communication worked back then and transportation in general. And I imagine that's also difficult for you guys because that means your performances are very relegated to, okay, you have this set of people that you work with all the time and there's a completely different set of people that you almost never get to see on set, I imagine. Yeah, I
2: think we're just used to it now i guess because it's, it's, it's always it's been been three this way. seasons in yeah. yeah it's always been that way that you know i mean there are some actors on the show that i would love to be able to work with but i just don't think it's ever gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> so like? i'm stuck in the house <laughs> drinking tea looking but, after being, the babies, but being awesome being at the, the same best time. spy
1: in the ring thank
2: you ladies
0: if, if, you were, if you did have, like, a pie in the sky, like, say Mary could go off on her own adventure, what would Ooh, you want to okay. do? And who would you want to act
1: alongside?
2: Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that I would love it if Mary joined... The rangers <gasps> oh my gosh she's spewing into her cup <laughs> 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 no that's an insurance policy <laughs> it would be so much fun i would get to ride around on the horses shoot the guns they do have only if in. she leads the rangers yeah only if i'm allowed to lead it yeah dream she, scenario I mean, it's not gonna happen they have
0: really cool, cool uniforms that would be the best I think it'd be good. Dang. As long as you don't
2: disagree. I'm not disagreeing. I'm <laughs> no, realizing, realizing that this is everything I never knew I wanted.
0: She's imagining the possibilities. As long as you don't have to have Simcoe as a boss, best job ever. I'll set exactly. him on fire. <laughs> does have a weird fixation when it comes to fire, I know, right? I know. She burned down their house. She burned Burns his accounting the books. I haven't burned
2: anything this season yet. Yet.
0: Yet. yet. Kill yet. it with fire. We're I, good. I don't know. I mean, with the way things are going, white like the entire manor might burn down.
1: Oh. I feel like there's a few relationships that have gone up in smoke. Should we uh, Should we yeah. maybe talk about Anna?
0: Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. It's it's heartbreaking though. Cause this this was the ship I was so ready to
1: sail. We got torpedoed, you guys. <laughs> we got torpedoed. Yeah, hard. speaking of things, yeah. Torpedoes haven't been invented yet. And we, <laughs> our ship got torpedoed. The, the
0: ship sunk and then it like got exhumed and then lit on fire and then sunk again. So yeah, we have this we have this really <sighs> <laughs> I, I'm losing the words for it. That's I'm how that's how emotional I am about this whole thing. We we have this setup where they're not running away together. They're they're going to get married. Abe, wanting to put a stop to it uh, for very clearly selfish reasons, decides that he he's going to go to Richard, who no longer really has any friendship for Hewlett. Uh, and decides to confide in him that the letter is a forgery.
1: Well, Hewlett tells Abe that, yeah, you know, we got the divorce papers. The only condition is that she admits to adultery with you. I'm like, Selah wanted that condition? Yeah. And that was tipping him off, like, yeah. That doesn't sound no, like something. What? That, that sound like Selah Strong. <sighs> so that's what tips him off, and that's what starts this little domino chain falling.
0: Ugh. And then what follows is probably, I think, next to the George Washington episode, is probably the most difficult thing in terms of what I've had to watch on this show of everybody finding out that, yes, she forged the letter, and then her accusing him of having put her up to it and him not she, denying it.
1: She threw him under the bus so S- quickly. Knowing he would catch her because he loved her. Well,
0: he oh, she threw man. him under the bus in a weird way so that the bus wouldn't hit him, so that a completely different bus wouldn't hit and kill him. He would survive this this bus going over him. He wouldn't have survived the other bus <laughs> coming to hit him.
1: You survived the bus that would have been fatal, but you still got hit by a different bus. I mean, either way, there's a bus involved. God, this metaphor is just...
0: (laughs) It's the worst metaphor. It's the worst metaphor. (laughs) Not
1: something we should have expounded on because buses have also not been invented at this point in time.
0: No. uh, Carriages? Buggies? I don't know. (laughs) Into the river? I don't know. (sighs) Anyway, so... This is this. Although from a story perspective, this puts us in a very interesting place because it removes Anna from Setauket, as she puts it, she no longer has any reason to stay, and it removes Hewlett from the situation. So this whole Civil War thing that we had going on with the Queen's Rangers and with the uh, Queen's, you know, with the soldiers in Setauket, that's no longer that's no longer a point of contention. That sort of conflict has been dissolved. Although, that doesn't necessarily mean that Simcoe's vendettas have gone away. Because oh, of course he's not. He is clearly a person who holds up just a teeny bit of a grudge. A little just bit. Just a teeny bit. So even though the overall larger conflict in terms of the power that we, Hewlett wielded, um, that that's sort of gone, that doesn't mean that he's not still a target for Simcoe or that everybody else who's still in is isn't in danger because of the Queen's Rangers. Yeah. Which is why Mary needs to lead them. You call that ranger danger. (laughs) We could call it that, or we could not. (laughs) Hashtag ranger danger. (laughs) Hashtag ranger danger. Uh, That's not, no. I refuse to make that
1: a hashtag. You don't have to. I have Twitter for a reason. Okay. So do the fans. So...
0: I would again, uh, this this entire episode between the John Andre stuff and the Hewlett and Anna stuff i this was the most like inarticulate I think I've ever been after and after for the for this after show. I feel like normally I can find words, but this is the only time I'm really left speechless.
1: And it's also eleven pm
0: It's also eleven pm, <laughs> yeah. but I also have a lot of feelings. yeah, no, this
1: was dying whale noises the episode. <laughs> You're just gonna lie there and go. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: Pretty much. This is one of the, and this is actually one of the reasons why, I know it's a bummer that we don't normally tape on Mondays, but I also kind of like having that day to sort of process process and (laughs) mull it over because this show is really, really dense. There's a lot in every single episode, so I sort of like having a day to sort of, how dare you? How dare you, Steve? <laughs> How dare you? Steven,
1: <laughs> our booth guy tonight, has put in our notes, hashtag Ranger Danger. It's a thing. How it's dare you? Thing. Traitor! It's a thing. Thing. Um, he is on the right side of history. Sure. <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll get go. that
2: one trending next
1: week. The right <laughs> side <laughs> of Hashtag
2: history. Right <laughs> history.
0: Hashtag the right side of history. <laughs> um,
1: but, oh, Lord.
0: But, yeah, so, since is there anything else you want to touch on in this episode uh, before we go ahead and swing into predictions a little bit?
1: Abe makes terrible decisions redux. <laughs> Seriously, he just, he just does. And then the whole, well, we're going to wait until the middle of the wedding to call him out just for maximum humiliation for literally everyone involved. This is a great idea. It'll, it'll it does get him not out of make town. me look
0: like a jackass at all. It'll get him out of town, though. Ultimately, in theory, it would save his life. In theory.
1: Oh, I'm, because I'm, in theory, I'm talking in about practice,
0: none of this stuff works.
1: Oh, I'm talking about Richard being like, I'm gonna wait for the moment, and right here, I well, object. Well, he like,
0: wasn't expecting Hewlett to say what he said. He wasn't expecting him to take the blame.
1: No, but I, he knew beforehand. He could have taken Hewlett aside beforehand and been like, "Yeah, by the way, <sighs> he specifically chose to wait until that moment in the wedding again for maximum humiliation for everyone involved."
0: He hates Anna. I mean, that's, that's, long story short, he really does. He probably, he dislikes her more than he likes Hewlett. So if it came down to disgracing her, you know, again, in theory, he would have been saving his friend from disgrace as well. Uh, And so if it was maximum humiliation for her, it worked out to his benefit. I mean, this is the same guy that, Threw her under the bus, and then tried to sell off all her property, and then did successfully sell
1: off all her property, and then threw his own son under the bus. Yeah, like that's
0: sort of his shtick right now, isn't Aww, it? Kevin's so nice. Though. I, know, I know he's such such a nice so person. <laughs> and then Rich is so grumpy.
2: He <laughs> is.
0: I, I'm. I'm hoping. Like ever since from the beginning of the show, we we've been hoping that he'd have a turn he would turn around and maybe help Abe in some way shape or form and then the longer the series went on the less and less likely that became honestly
1: by the time the series is over I am expecting literally everyone in Setauket to be on the Abe train except for his dad (gasps) he's gonna be the last (laughs) man standing over here just like this is wrong and the whole city's like you sure about that? Are you sure? (laughs) I mean, you kind of miss the zeitgeist on this one, but uh,
0: <laughs> hashtag wrong side of history.
1: Yeah, I don't pretty know
0: much. <sighs> I don't know. Admittedly, he kind of is, but I mean, again, and Anna brought He's this up. Also, a fictional character. <laughs> Anna brought this up. It, just because you're, you know, on the side of the British doesn't necessarily make you the bad guy. You're just born into it. It's not necessary. And granted, she's saying that out of personal feelings for Hewlett. But it's nice to have that sort of recognition of, like, and that's, again, something I've always really liked about the show is that the Redcoats aren't just mustache-twirly bad guys like a lot of movies set in this time period like to do. They're people, with, you know, flaws and wants and needs and everything like that. And so I like seeing that. And I like seeing somebody who was so adamant about, yeah, no, let's let's storm in there. Let's get them out of here. Shoot Hewlett, all that stuff. Have a complete and total 180 on her, her former stance.
1: It's, it's nice character mm-hmm. development. And that was just a great letter at the end. Like, yeah. you told me to make friends with him and then you got mad when I did. And you know what? We're done. We're just done. Yeah which is a good thing to be as far as that relationship goes, I think. Yeah,
0: although something she points out is that this was a shot at happiness for her. And something we've kind of debated about is whether or not she's actually in love with Hewlett. We knew that she loved him enough to save his life, but it's only kind of up until this point that she was thinking of a happy life for herself as well away from the war, so it's kind of like, oh, maybe she did have stronger feelings for him than we initially anticipated.
1: And she's written Sela out of the picture just as hard as the writers have. <laughs> <Aww>. Bye! <laughs> Poor Sela! <laughs> he As far as
0: as I'm concerned, he came back though, and he's like, "Where'd she go?"
1: (laughs) As far as I'm concerned, he is doing just fine over wherever the heck he is, and we'll see him in the season finale come home, the series finale come home, and be like, "What?" (laughs) Does someone want to fill me in on, oh, it's been like six years. You, you got to sit
2: down for this one. No, he'll get his own spin off show exactly <laughs> The Adventures of
1: Sila Strong. <laughs> no, we'll just call it Strong.
2: Seela uh, Story.
1: <laughs> I mean, be alliterative. Co- all
0: there are a couple comics uh, on the website right now that would be great to see what Sela's doing in the interim. Um, So. That basically sort of wraps it up for for this episode. Any further comments before we move into predictions?
1: Uh, just that Latoya Morgan on Twitter has already started using the Ranger Danger hashtag, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, and Turnland has replied with Ranger Danger. It's officially a thing. Oh, the no. fans
0: have spoken. <laughs> I can't fight it. All right, fine. Ranger Danger is a thing. Winner. Let's move into predictions. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love our light show. And I love that it alternates between red and blue.
0: <laughs> well done. That was a really good choice. Well
1: played. Okay. Steven approves of our hashtag being widely used now.
0: It just <laughs> says awesome, awesome and a smiley face. Yep. Smiley emoji. It's Colon great. Colon capital D. <laughs> okay. So uh, again, Megan, we uh, we appreciate no spoilers. So we will do our best to sort of keep this concise. Um, it looks like in the next episode, the Queen's Rangers do come back in. New prediction now. Mary takes out Simcoe. She's the new leader of the Queen's Rangers uh, in lieu of Robert Rogers. And then it's going to be her and Robert Rogers uh, vying for power, uh, him with his uh, pirate ship army. <laughs> He's been away for an Jolly episode. Jolly Roger. <laughs> He's been away for an episode. He lost an eye. He's going to have an eye patch and a pirate ship.
1: <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> You should come right on the show. <laughs> Clearly. Dude, I am down with the pirate thing. Didn't I come up with the pirate thing you, last week? I think you t- you were the one talking about the Jolly Roger, yeah. Yeah, Jolly Roger. Yeah, no, that that would be amazing. I would be a 1,000% down for that, and I think we are well into the realm of fan fiction <laughs> on that one. So uh, we did get to see Mary in the uh, camp. So, that Yeah, she be- gets
0: to meet George Washington next episode. Anna, I mean, wow. (laughs) I'm here. I'm good. Life is great. We haven't had anything to drink yet, guys. It's fine. No, but
1: it's midnight. Midnight. (laughs) Wink. (laughs) It is midnight and I worked this morning. (laughs)
0: Yep, um, but yeah, no, and again, that's got to be a great moment for uh, for Heather as well, because again, most of the time, everybody's pretty separated, mm. so this was probably, this is probably the first scene she's gotten to act with with Ian, so that'll be, that'll be really, that'll be really fun to see that play out.
1: And we do have a question in the hashtag from Turnland for you, saying, we, saw, we just saw Mary learning to fire a musket with Abe in next week's episode. How was that for you? So
2: much fun. So much fun! I loved it. I had my little training session back on the back lot of the studio. I only had one because they're like, "Yeah, you're, you, you can do it. You're fine." And I had to learn how to load it and shoot. Every- oh, I loved. Oh, sorry.
1: Is it hard to do?
2: No, it's pretty easy. It's heavier than I thought it would be, but um, no, I loved it. So much fun! This has definitely been my favorite season playing Mary.
0: So a <laughs> there's a lot stuff. of there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah. So uh, Keith sent us a few questions that he wanted to make sure we we asked you before we go. Um, uh, you you said in your Q and A with Turn that this is y- your first major role in a large series production. Do you feel like you have grown as an actress as Mary has grown as Abe's wife and cohort? Oh,
2: good question. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, I didn't hadn't really done a lot before turn and um you know getting to just work with this you know the amazing cast I learned so much just acting opposite them and and just seeing how they um conduct themselves on set as well so it's been an amazing learning experience and television's so fast that it's kind of just because I'm a bit of a perfectionist when it comes (laughs) to the acting so um you kind of just have to to go with it and um, for sure I th- I hope I've grown as an actress <laughs> over the course of the show. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah and you guys um, don't really get a lot of rehearsal time again because the, the, the production schedule is so tight and concise so how no. does that affect your process
2: not really getting a whole lot of time to mull over things? Yeah for the first two seasons we didn't get any rehearsal. Um, the third season... Because we get a, a a different director every episode, so some of them would, if we had enough time, um, they would call us in to rehearse some of the the bigger scenes. Like I think um, Anna and Anna uh, Heather <laughs> <laughs> Heather and Bern got called in to rehearse their their wedding scene, and oh, and um, Kevin as well. And I got called in. I'm like, guys, I just stand there. <laughs> I'll probably just get in the way. Oh, I, I'll oh. sit this one out. But, you know, some of the, the bigger ones, we definitely got um, more of a rehearsal period in season three. Usually it's just you have a read-through on the day and then um, camera rehearsal and then hope for the best <laughs> and go for it. Now, when they
0: initially brought you in to play Mary and the creators of the show were talking to you and they mm-hmm. they said that, you know, they weren't quite sure <laughs> where they were gonna take Mary's character, yeah. again, I think we can all agree that they took it in a really good direction. Yeah, they did. Did you have any input on that sort of in the long, I know not, not necessarily at first, but any input on that in terms of
2: the longer, overarching character development? Um... I think I was always kind of like, can Mary shoot a gun? <laughs> you know, can she can she ride the horses and shoot the guns and run around outside? And um, so may- maybe, or I don't, I don't know, probably not. But, um, I d- oh, season two, I guess I can say this now because it didn't happen and we're on season three. But season two, Mary had a completely different story. Arc. Really? Yeah, and we actually kind of got into it a little bit, Um, well, like one scene into it. And we shot a scene that ended up getting cut because we didn't obviously go in that direction, but, um, like the whole, how she was organizing a charity and, um... I was kind of wondering where that What happened with that? It was a great success. (laughs) (laughs) Um... It was a great charity. Everything went well for
0: everybody. Yes. um, No
2: pirates were involved. It's fine. But she was meant to, like, have, like, this infatuation with the, the privateer that comes along and then... He, he would rip her off and run away with the town's money, and then, and I thought, yeah, oh, that would have been really cool for them to do that. But then I'm kind of glad they they went the way they did because it, I don't know, it's like, spying's more fun. Spying is more fun. It's more and, interesting. Um, it's more interesting because like every every character doesn't need to have an affair.
0: No, no. no. <laughs> so, uh, I, and as great as dashing privateers are, I mean, again, I think the the compelling spy stuff was is more. Then it's more than entertaining enough. Yeah. So I was, yeah, and- I was glad that they
2: went that way. But that kind of changed, like, within a couple of episodes in season two, and they're like, "No, we're not doing that anymore." Speaking gonna. Speaking of Mary firing a gun, Keith also wants <laughs> to know whether or not she's going to
0: handle business dirty Harry style at any point this season.
1: Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> right after she takes over the Rangers. Yep. There we
2: go. She <laughs> is the danger.
0: <laughs> Tune in to
2: find oh, out. It's going
0: to be a great second half of the season, guys. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, his last question, if placed in Mary's shoes, how would you respond to the events set before her? Uh, would you stand by Abe's side, or do you think you'd probably... Again, we have a different modern perspective yeah. on their situation.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, I don't know. Um...
1: I'd be too busy, too busy uh, missing indoor plumbing. <laughs>
2: Wait, what? <laughs> I'd be too busy missing indoor plumbing if she was in Mary's shoes. Um, I I don't know. I probably not. <laughs> but again, that's coming from a very modern perspective, so I don't know. It's late. <laughs> <laughs> I know, we're asking you to think. I know, the brain's not working. Like <laughs> I'm sorry. Well,
0: again, we again we have that very we have that modern perspective.
2: Yeah, so oh, it is hard to kind of where
0: she falls in love with him and we're like, you deserve better, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> you really do. Um, well, I think that just about wraps it up for do you guys have any other comments on uh, this episode or just about what it's like filming for the season in general?
2: Well, I don't really have any comments on this episode. I know. It's such a boring one for me to come in and talk about because I barely worked on it. I wish I could because I'm <laughs> flying back home on Wednesday. I was going to so. say, obviously, this means you need to come back. I know. <laughs> Make quick quick weekend stop in Australia and then I'll come back here. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, that's how it works. <laughs> but, but um, no, I had a – I just had an absolute ball filming this season. And, um, you know, Mary's story picks up um, in the second half of – this season and um i'm really looking forward to you guys seeing it um it's just it i i just had a ball i i have nothing but good things to say
0: well we're looking forward to seeing it i i I do want to ask one more question just i know the first year you guys were filming you were doing it in the middle of the polar vortex (laughs) so i imagine that that was probably the biggest challenge that season what's been the biggest challenge so far for you this
2: season uh hmm I guess it is still the, the cold, I, but I'm usually in the studio. I, I think it's a lot worse for the poor crew who have to, like, carry the cameras out through the snow into the forest. But um, for me, I don't know. I'm still – I'm from Australia. I'm fascinated <laughs> by the snow. I'm, like, the one person who's <laughs> like, yes, it's going to be a blizzard. I'm <laughs> like, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love it. I love the cold weather and I love the snow. But um, I guess for me – Personally, the biggest challenge this season I can't reveal because it would be giving away some of the storyline. Um, tweet about it later. I'll Just imagine later. you in five yeah. weeks
1: tweeting it saying that, that <laughs> was the challenge. Yeah, that hashtag Ranger Danger.
2: I <laughs> so you'll know that that's the one that keep, I'm talking about.
1: Keep an eye on that hashtag Ranger Danger
0: to find out the answer, folks. I oh, know. I'm going to forget.
1: Keep, <laughs> keep an eye on that hashtag Ranger Danger because I will be abusing it. <laughs>
0: Well, I I guess that just about wraps it up for for tonight's episode. Megan, thank you so, 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 so much for coming in. Uh, Where can people go uh, in terms of social media to keep up with you and all your projects that you've got coming up? Uh,
2: Twitter, I guess. At Megan Warner. Um, Instagram at Megan Eloise. Oh, there's music playing in mine. Yeah, yep. is that meant to happen? <laughs> yep, that's, that's the thing. That's... <laughs> wrap it up, wrap it up. We're that's going where home. we're we to the it. end of the show, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it, yep. Okay, yeah. Instagram, Twitter. If, if Yeah, come say hello.
1: Awesome. Thanks again for coming on. No worries. So much Thanks fun. For me. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at Kia J. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. I'm not going to be on any of my shows this week because I'm going to be in Spokane being a zombie for Z Nation. So if you're in Spokane, come say hi and uh, we'll be back. Well, for me, it's Monday because we're doing a special episode of Blind Spot. But yes, see you in a week.
0: <laughs> I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at themanguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, including Sailor Moon Crystal, which I may be by myself next uh, next week. <laughs> so that'll be fun uh, figuring out what to do with that. Uh, I'm also I also write for a website called The Movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out for all those fun articles. Thank you again, Megan, so much for coming in and hanging out with us. Uh, we we had an absolute ball getting to talk to you. So hope you had some fun too. I did.
2: Oh, yeah. It's so hot in your studio. It, it is! is.
1: <laughs> Heavens to Betsy, it is super hot. It's not normally this hot. Well, that's because we are super hot.
2: Yeah, sure. We'll go with, there you that. Go. We'll yes. go with that one. Well,
0: <laughs> and thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will see you all next week.